When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Getting you through your workday one hour at a time. This is Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Welcome back in team. For those that um, hadn't caught up with the news about the the All Blacks team, um, it has been named. Sean Stevenson uh, debuts, Sam Penny Finout debuts, and Dallas McLeod debuts off the bench. Surely he will get on. So three potential debutants there for the All Blacks. Joining us now, Sky Sports Rugby Mad, Tony Johnson joins us. TJ, welcome in. Your initial reaction? Yeah, um, it's still a strong team, but he's given a chance for some players. I guess if some players really need a chance to prove uh, that they're going to be all right for the World Cup, uh, you know, important to say uh, for Lester Fanger Anuku to come back and, and show that he's in form. Obviously, uh, they go back a little bit towards the game uh, in Argentina. Uh, Damien McKenzie playing 10. I, I think it's great uh, to see Will Jordan uh, starting a test at fullback, and that means an opportunity, a, a deserved opportunity for, for Sean Stevenson. But even with the changes, I mean, there's still a pretty strong core to this team when you look at uh, you know the fact that Sam Kane's back, Adi Savi is there, Whitelock and Retallick, uh, they've played a few tests together. Um, you know, So it's still a strong team. And, and that charge with keeping the momentum going uh, leading into the World Cup, as well as obviously uh, looking at the, the greater needs of the squad and giving game time uh, to some of the players who haven't had a lot in the last few weeks. Do we feel that there are some players perhaps playing for inclusion in the World Cup squad at this late piece? Do you feel like Sean Stevenson could do enough to make a World Cup squad? Well... Obviously, there's some doubts over the fitness of... Muni Narawa has got a, uh, a back injury that I imagine is causing a bit of concern. Lester Fanger and Nuka coming back from an injury, and as I say, he'll, he'll need to prove his form. And, and Sean Stevenson just gets a chance to, to, to feel what it's like uh, playing for the Olympics. And as I say, he deserves it. Uh, he was brilliant throughout uh, Super Rugby. He's made big improvements to his game. And he's the sort of guy, you know, if someone, uh, heaven forbid, goes down with an injury, even if he doesn't make the World Cup squad, he's a guy who would have to be, you know, one of the first cabs off the rank if there's an injury in the back three. Um, I think for a guy like Sammy Penny Finau, um, who has been mightily impressive, Mm. uh, a chance for him because, you know, one of the bright spots of this winter has been the way Shannon Frizzell has taken that 
uh, number six jersey. And I'm hearing too that uh, Ethan Blackadder, who I think, you know, obviously uh, his early form this year, a lot of people would have had him penned in for the uh, World Cup squad, but apparently uh, he's hurt his calf in a pre-season game for Tasman and is going to be out for probably another four weeks. So that would make him very borderline uh, if they were even looking at him to come back in, into the side for the World Cup. So uh, here's a chance for Sam and Penny uh, Finau to, to show. And in many ways, similarities with Shannon Frizzell, big, strong, hit very hard in the tackle, uh, you know, very good ball carrier and, and a ball winner as well. So... It's going to be exciting to see how he takes to you know takes on this challenge. I was particularly interested who got the nine jersey this weekend, thinking maybe Aaron Smith will get it because it's his last game in New Zealand and it's at his Super Rugby home ground. Do they want to have a look at Finlay Christie? Do they want to see how Cam Roygaard starts? How do we read Christie starts Smith on the bench? Well, I think there's a, a, a you know obviously a need to give Finlay Christie some. You know, a game type because who knows? You know, you come to the World Cup, he will start games at the World Cup, and I like that combination with him and Damian McKenzie. Uh, you know, rapid fire stuff that if they can get some good front football will really keep the Australian defence guessing. Uh, and, and it means, I suppose, too, that, that um, the you know, all black career at or in front of the Neen faithful for Aaron Smith will or should. Um, by you know, end with him walking off the field at the end of a test match, which is, is quite nice in a way. They, there would have been a temptation to, to start him, and there would have been a, a strong temptation too to give Cameron Roygaard uh, some game time as well because he was very impressive uh, against Australia in the first game as well. But no, they, I, I think that you know the greater need is, is Christie probably needs a start, and, and Smith deserves to finish. Yes, so the makeup, the the level of importance of this game to the the World Cup selections. Do you think, apart from the ones I've maybe mentioned, do you, do you think someone may be playing for a World Cup spot? Because I sort of mentioned in the last hour, I feel like I'd be very surprised the Foster and Co didn't have thirty one, maybe even thirty two names penned in ink, barring injury. Oh yeah, I think so. If you if you get to this point and you don't have a pretty good idea who your 33 players are, uh, then probably a few things have gone wrong. So yeah, I think it's more about preparation. The other thing, let's not forget, this This is a, a Bledisloe Cup test. Yes, the Bledisloe Cup's been put away, but it's still a test match. They'll still want to win it, and they will, re- they will know too that you don't want to hand anything back to Australia that they lost in the first one. Um, you don't want to give them any momentum uh, because there's, you know, there is a chance that they will could meet in the, in, in the crossover stages of the World Cup. Just a, another interesting aside, I've, I'm, I'm doing the Tasman Otago game this weekend. I see David Havili mm. will be playing wearing the number 12 jersey for the Mako. And, and of course, uh, you know, they really like his uh, ability in terms of his versatility, is able to play, you know, two or three different positions. Uh, he's a good thinking sort of a player. And so I, I guess, you know, you might have a situation there where. You're resting Geordie Barrett. You're resting Rico Ioane. There's a ring around them going. Uh, you'd have to think that uh, Anton Leonard Brown is a lock-in, and so Braden Enor is a player. You know, with with David Havili coming back into rugby this weekend, good opportunity for him just to cement a place on the side as well. Because I, I just can't see them taking five midfield backs. Is there any way? And we've had a lot of feedback about this. Can you see any way? 
that Brad Weber makes the World Cup squad? Uh, not unless there's an injury. I, th- I think they've, they've they've pretty much made it. You know, pretty clear who their top three are. Mm. Uh, and Roygaard, you know, just we saw enough of him last week, and he brings something a bit different. He brings that that left boot, and and he's a big, strong fellow for a halfback. No, I, I think the die might be pretty well cast there. And Brad Weber um, would would be reliant on on an injury uh, if he was to come back. You've just touched on the NPC, and I want to dive into that, TJ. I've been frothing this for weeks and weeks. I absolutely love it. And it kicks off uh, tomorrow, I was going to say evening, but it's sort of still afternoon at 5.30, Tasman Otago. And what a team Tasman are putting on the field. Well, it's funny. I, I was thinking that as I was writing the team out. And obviously, that you know, one of the first names that catches the eye is David Havili back. Uh, Tom Marshall is also back from overseas. He's been away, I think, six, seven years. He played in Gloucester, a couple of seasons in in Japan. He comes back and and, and at the age of 33, finally brings up his 50th. (laughs) But yeah, Tava Tava Noai, Springer, Almua, Havili, uh, you know, all uh, had good seasons in Super Rugby. Uh, and then you go in the forward pack, you know, Parkinson, Strange, Segner, Hugh Renton. Uh, and they've also picked up Seleki uh, Kaitu from the Western Force, a former Wallaby. So, yep, they look strong. And then I look at the Otago team and, yep, there are some new faces there, as we always expect a debut for half a dozen players. But Waisaki Nahulu is mm. back. Um, and, and he and Jonah Nareki, what a, a potent uh, wing duo that'll be. Uh, and and their forward pack they're pretty well off if you know Josh Dixon's actually going to play on the blind side because they've got Tucker and Holland at lot so uh, this is this will be a good game to kick things off. Um, the other thing too about uh, you know just looking through some of the teams um, this weekend we've got um, Bay of Plenty against Auckland that's for the John Drake boot so that means obviously a lot personally uh, but uh, John R. Foer. Uh, who was a, who was mentored by John Drake early on in his career, turning out for Bay of Plenty this year, and uh, also Auckland, you know, Angus Tarval coming back from injury, Roger Tui Vasashek looking, you know, he's, he's stuck with rugby to finish the season off. So that you know, there's some some real quality there, and and you look all around, and you, and you see I mentioned uh, Waisaki Nahulu, um, Jimmy Tupo's back for Counties Manukau, I think uh, Asi Tuala and uh, Tony Pulu also in their squad as well. So. You know, there's there's quite a lot of um, talent coming back into the country, sort of at the tail end of their careers, which has kind of reversed what used to happen. Yeah, and I think Brad Shields is back for Wellington. Yep, that's right. Yep, yeah, mm. there's another name uh, that that uh, was, was mentioned as well, and uh, I, I tell you who else uh, um, is, is in that Wellington squad is Akira Iremia, Alama's son, uh, who's been wow. apparently uh, could have been a, a really great volleyball player um so yeah look there's uh there's always a bit of a fascination about uh, you know the mpc and you sit down and you look at the teams for the first time you think well who's in who's gone obviously um but what it says to me is that there will be players uh this weekend even who will be pretty keen to turn on a, a good performance because you know 
there is a chance that they'll be part of the All Black picture. Mm. It was interesting, TJ. I went to the pre-season <clears throat> games in Taupo last Friday. I went down to support my Manawatu boys against Bay of Plenty, and I saw John Ifoa in the Bay of Plenty strip. They lost their tight head prop, season-ended in- injury, in that game, and they were going around asking the other coaches, because Waikato and Hawke's Bay were there as well, saying, have you got any spare props? If you can get any spare props, and the, the, props an issue in New Zealand, trying to find props. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, just something, perhaps a bit of an imbalance. And I mean, you look at Tasman, you mentioned how strong, I mean, they start with Martinga and Sykes Martin, but they've got uh, Artu Molly, who's a, uh, you know, Mm. five test all black and Ryan Coxon, who uh, is not exactly a newcomer coming off the bench. So yeah, just all it takes is a a couple of injuries and it can cause a bit of chaos. Um, And I think the other thing too, is that some of the teams will be looking at, okay, Uh, some borderline selections. Does he make the All Blacks? Mm. Or if he doesn't make the All Blacks, how does that affect our our salary cap? And, you know, can we afford to sort of start looking somewhere else for a player? Uh, It's it's a bit of a juggling act. But, you know, just just looking across the board at the teams, I I think the standard um, is going to be pretty good this year. Auckland looks strong, TJ, when you've got the likes of Heem and Plummer and two of us are Sheik, Ioane. Um, Boy, they've they've got some cavalry in their squads. Yeah, and and at some point, I think uh, Paddy Tuipulotu, uh, I you know could well week could two. Well I'm become... hearing week two. Sorry, round week two. two. Well, yeah, yeah, yep. and uh, you know that again. That, that that's another name that's still very much in the All Black frame as well. So yeah, um, look, it's a time of year I love Staffy. Me too. Uh, it, it's a time of year where I you know lucky enough to go and visit some some really good parts of the country and and um, sit amongst good rugby people and and just joy enjoy um a, a competition that obviously threatens to be played in the, the the shadow of the bigger picture of the world cup but i would just urge people and the other great thing i like about it too mate is um and it's partly to do with the fifa world cup but i know a lot of the unions are taking games away from their traditional venues like mm. uh, for example the Auckland Waikato game is going to be played at Bell Park in Pakoranga the backyard blitz they're calling it and they're going to have <laughs> the food trucks there and and all sorts going on uh, i think uh, north harbour are taking games a couple of games back to Oniwata Maine uh, and I, I know I've got one of those. Thank goodness they pulled down that old bloody tower and platform that they used to have. There. You take your life in your hands when you. Uh, Osh would never have it these days. Um, and I think uh, I think Wellington taking a couple of games to the Hut Wreck, or at least one game to the Hut Wreck. So, that, I mean, I think that that's that's a great thing. And, and you know, depending on how well those games are supported, it could catch on. Yeah, the, the funny thing is, uh, the rugby union have been forced to do something the public have been asking for for a long time: more boutique stadium yeah. feel. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, as I say, you know, the upside of it it, it, it might catch up. That depends on how well people support it. If that's what you want, we'll go to the games, show the rugby union, yep, we like this. Mm, absolutely, up to the public to support it, which I will always do till my dying day. TJ, always good to catch up with you Thursday. Enjoy the test match, but oh, enjoy those Tasman boys, mate. I know you will. Okay, mate. Cheers, Dad. Cheers, buddy. There he is. Tony Johnson out of Sky Sport. We'll come back after a break.